0: You're listening to a podcast from radiomisfits.com. And now it's time for The Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of The Mr. Nelson Show, episode 28. And boy, do I have a special treat for you this episode. My guest tonight is the lovely Sahari Candela. You probably have heard of her on the Beauty and the Beast show with the Reverend Bob Levy. Of course, he often refers to her as, I don't know, Sahara Candela. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Candela. Sorry, Charlie Candela. <laughs> oh, my God, please. <laughs> I
1: love Bob, but I'm going to kick his ass when I see him. <laughs>
0: Jesus. Yeah, well, he has trouble with English, too, so.
1: Oh, no, I'm sure with all the years of drug use and <laughs> getting beat up by Danny Bonaducci, I'm sure. That's,
0: like, yeah, well, he could use that excuse, but, well. <laughs> yes,
1: that's what he, well, that's how he tells me, so, you
0: know. Yeah. Go <laughs> oh, okay, that's how he puts it. Hey, I got beat up by Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> what do you want from me?
1: I'm like, you shouldn't be claiming that at all.
0: <laughs> at all yeah
1: he got beat up by a ginger for
0: crying out loud. yeah let's let's leave that one in the uh the closet
1: <laughs> yes <please. laughs> hi bob yeah
0: <laughs> Whoops. i love you <laughs> hey it's all in fun bob come on
1: i'm, I'm surely gonna be fired after this <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah oh he's still our favorite pastor yes yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have sinned.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and besides, I mean, he puts you on that show, Beauty and the Beast, and calls you a beast. I mean, come on now. Oh,
1: wait, wait, no. Fall back. (laughs) never that, honey. I am a beautiful Cuban-Egyptian woman. That is never happening.
0: Yeah, that's right. You've got this interesting heritage, Cuban and Egyptian.
1: Yes, I'm not part of ISIS. So let's get that out of the way. <laughs> no, I'm not for Fidel Castro and Obama and all that stuff
0: either. So let's get that yeah, out yeah of the way. that uh, that whole thing. that made me think of you. I saw your tweets on the subject matter. Uh, yeah, Obama. Uh, it's one thing for him to open up things and all that, but then he's got to rub our noses in it. But uh, going over there and hanging out with a, a murderer at a ball game, yes. <laughs>
1: um, to say the least. I mean, yeah, my, I. For me, you know, thank God I wasn't born at the time that that happened, but yeah. I've heard the stories with, like, my, my mother, my grandparents. Well, it, well, firstly, my grandparents were murdered by Fidel's uh, wow. government, and um, I never got to meet my grandparents because of that. Uh, Jeez. And my mom ended up being a, a foster child, yeah. and uh, when at the age of, I believe it was eight when he came in or so, at, at, at her time, and... um My dad at the time and my uncles were all political people against the regime and they were beaten up, been arrested. I mean, a lot of things had happened when they had the opportunity to get on the boat in the 80s, which we call it here in Mariel.
2: um,
1: They were in the boat with a bunch of murderers, uh, rapists, pedophiles. And, you know, my parents met each other here. But their stories, when when they really got in deep with me about it, and, and there's more to that story about the Marielle, because they were in a in a camp before that, and they were getting beaten up and getting yeah. dogs thrown at them and things like that. So
2: wow.
1: when they came over to to Miami, um, you know, obviously things changed and for the for their lives and and so on and so forth. But I found out all of this stuff that happened to them now because of the situation that happened with Obama. Yeah. You know, and just to, first of all, can I say that that press conference was extremely awkward?
0: Oh yeah. I mean, there's no (laughs) way it couldn't be really. I mean, especially if you're someone who knows the story. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And on top of that, the way that Raul did not want to answer any questions.
0: Yeah. uh, Just blatantly obvious. Yeah.
1: And, um, he, it, it just blew my mind that, you know, the, the journalists you know they they were like joking around with him and yeah and oh who do you prefer donald trump and hillary Clinton? it's like it just shows that the journalism now is a bunch of pussies that won't sit there and tell this man straight to his face especially the first journalist that asked that question that has the cuban parents as immigrants that went through the same problem that that my parents did and he's sitting there joking with this man i would have taken that opportunity to really get Raul a piece of my mind.
0: Yeah, no because kidding. W-
1: what's really going to happen at that point?
0: It would they're be it, arrest me. It, it, it's it's almost as bad as like if you had someone who was descended of uh, Jews who survived the camps and then uh, some of the Nazis stayed in power, you know, and they're still yeah. controlling you go do an interview like, "Well, <laughs> shit happens." <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, it
1: was it was just I started crying. Yeah. Because, you know, the day that he was coming in, you know, the lady in white uh, that group, you know, they were all getting Oh, yeah, right. Beat up. Yeah. And they, yeah. You know, they were getting beat up, arrested, and it just brought, you know, even though I wasn't born around the time, I, I just started thinking about what the hell my parents had gone through at that uh, at that moment back in the 60s. And, you know, just hearing it just brought all these flashbacks of like, man, you know, I can imagine that situation because we live in such a crazy world and you see it all the time on TV That, you know, you start, you start feeling like you went through that, especially when you see your parents crying. My mom doesn't even want to think about Cuba. My mom doesn't want to go back to Cuba. She says that she only has horrible, you know, uh, feelings towards it because of her childhood. She saw her parents get shot, right? you know, and, and, and seeing their bodies like laid out because they wanted her land, their land. Yeah. She lived in a farm and, um, you know, To hear that and to say it with the way that she says it with such conviction about all that stuff and then tell me, I, I never want to go to Cuba. It's up to you if you want to go, but I'm not going to tell you anything of where I was born or what area where my parents were buried because I don't want you to have those negative feelings. I want it to be for your memories. But how can you? How can I go over there and have those wonderful feelings when I know that everybody's still in prison? Right. Against, nobody has any rights still. And even if you do lift the embargo, that doesn't mean that the citizens in Cuba are going to get anything out of it. No. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no. You're just making that regime more rich.
0: Yeah, that's all it is. I mean, yeah. when you nationalize your economy, which is how that works, yeah. uh, it's only the top gets it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, they were showing the good parts of Cuba. They were taking them to these nice little neighborhoods. And I'm like, what to yeah. really take them to Santos Suarez? Santos Suarez is like the hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in little in little Havana, and I mean, people are taking out their feces and throwing it out in the streets in buckets.
0: That's great, huh? You Why know, the man. size
1: of a bathroom that we would have here, like a regular size bathroom, is the size of a of a room, living room space, everything over yeah. there.
2: You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> wow, with
1: horrible living conditions. So that's normal.
0: paradise, huh? Yeah,
1: you know,
2: <laughs> if people really want to know what Cuba's about, go to the hood.
0: Of yeah, they never they never do any in depth. Uh, I mean, well, there's some that do, but they hardly gets any attention, you know. And I mean, and yeah, right. You know, they'll show you the pretty parts, you know, and that sort of thing. But even that, there was some footage of like, you know, boy, hey, isn't that cool? They've got cars from 1955. Yeah, well, there's well, a reason for they that.
1: They do, do have that. I mean, they do even <laughs> have it in the hood. They don't even know how much of value those vehicles are.
0: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. But and, and, uh,
1: and, I, and I can see when the Americans come in, they're going to try to take all those cars from them. Oh yeah. You know they're gonna give it to them for a little bit of money because they don't know any better. Like this is what I'm—I I'm, know is going to happen that the Americans here are gonna come over there and just
2: exploit them. The,
1: yeah, exploit yeah. them and, and sell them a dream that's never gonna happen. These people don't know any better.
0: Yeah, you, and you that's know? that's by design, you know. And, and I mean, as long as the regime controls the military and the military doesn't turn on them, they're there. I don't care what kind of openness you do. We've, we've tried this with other areas and countries and what have you. And, uh, there's some growth there and that sort of thing, but never quite complete. And plus the whole point of justice, which the left loves to preach about, well, where's the justice for all these people who were, you know, murdered and uh, displaced and all that by this regime that's still in power. Well, there isn't any, they're going to die old men happy. And that's that.
1: Yeah. You know, I, 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 I'm scared of going over there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I,
1: I, I'm just scared because I know that... First of all, I, to be honest with you, I don't even look like a common Cuban person because of my features and you yeah. know my background. I mean, so I already know that when I come in there, they're going to look at me like, oh, rich American girl, you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: And it's really not. Yeah.
1: I mean, I live well, but I mean, I'm not rich. You know, I, I right. maintain, but... You know, I'm going to come over there with my my luggage and my things. And my dad told me straight off the bat, because I'm very sensitive to, to seeing people suffering, because I do a lot of charity work on top of that. So, yeah, when I'm going to go there, he's like, you're going to be an emotional wreck. Yeah. You're going to be giving all your stuff away because you're going to see kids in the street with looking like skeletons. But they're so happy they yeah. don't they don't know any, that that breaks my heart. Those are the type of things that break my heart. You know that. Damn, they're such good people because they don't know any better. They're so happy. And they know they live like shit and they don't care. They live off of music, off of good vibes and that it just makes you want to give them everything. Yeah. And then you come home, and you're like, hold up. Then I just give out, like, all my clothes, <laughs> my flat iron, like, my, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they're, they, they're very, like, oh, you have this nice thing. Yeah. And they throw you this <laughs> little pity shit. And then you give it to them. That's what my dad tells me. He's like, "Prepare for that." Cuz it's gonna happen. They're gonna be like, "Oh, that's so pretty." And they'll give you like this like sad story, but they're gonna take that shit from you.
0: Yeah. So just because, so what you do is just bring your cheap crap. Don't bring the good stuff.
1: Oh no. I don't have anything <laughs> cheap boo. Uh-uh, not <laughs>
0: Nothing cheap. <laughs> nah, just go. Just go through Walmart and pick up some things. You know.
1: Yeah, that that's true. But you know, when you get to Cuba, they they weigh your stuff, and yeah. sometimes they make you open your luggage. And if they see something, the the government, if they see something they might like, they take it away. Yeah. They say, oh, you can't have this for ABC reasons, but really they want to take it to their house. Yeah, they're so just going to. That gonna military t- is poor too. <laughs> that military's poor.
0: Yeah. That's you right know, they're, yeah they're just trying to save their ass from probably getting shot or going to jail so that's when protect. it that's when it'll collapse if they, if they can't keep the soldiers paid that's it, then it's over but of course now we're opening up markets for them so
1: <laughs> well uh, well let me tell you something you know, the most scary militant person I've seen there is that kid Ilion Gonzalez
0: oh I'm sure they got into his head as soon as he was yanked over there and made him a prince and so he's never seen the worst of it he's had it pretty good so yeah.
1: Side side note: When Elon came to Miami, he yeah. was my next door neighbor. Wow! Literally, he Man. was my next door neighbor, and I went through hell because I was going into high school at that time. <laughs> I was fourteen years old, and I just like, what's the big deal with this fucking kid? Because I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah.
2: understand at all. I'm like, what is Gloria Stefan and Andy Garcia and Gloria yeah. Cruz like? Who are what? what's going
1: on? And everybody see them doing like these like circle protests, like these ring chains to just in case they come and take the kid. I'm like, girl, they're going to put a gun on you. What the hell are you going to do? You're going to run. Man, you ain't going to stay there and get shot, especially if you're a celebrity. Get out of here. So I just came outside. I was like, can I have your autograph? Like I was straight. Like, I didn't really know what was the purpose of this little boy yeah. getting, you know, unlimited free rides at the fair And, you know, getting to meet Barney. I wanted to be Barney when I was six. Like, (laughs) this kid had all the good perks, you know? But I didn't know that his mother had died in the ocean. I didn't know that everybody in that boat that he came in with, they all passed away. I didn't know none of that. I was just, like, really ignorant to the situation. My mom and my dad were emotional wrecks. Because they know what that was like because they came on the boat and they have to swim the rest of the way because the boat sank and things like that. And, yeah. my, you know, and my, I remember my mom Curtis seeing out my brother because my brother was six when he came in the 80s with my mom. And my brother was like feeling the same way. Like, I don't fucking get it. Just take his ass back to his dad. You know, <laughs> yeah. And my mom was like she slapped the shit out of my brother. How dare you say something like that when I almost died in the waters to make sure you were okay? Like it was crazy. Yeah, But I, I will I do remember the US Marshals coming in, God, I was scared.
0: Yeah, like, that wow. yeah, that the famous, infamous photograph, you know, it just oh good lord.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember that little boy dangling his ass outside, getting back in that damn van. <laughs> I was like, bye bye. <laughs> like in my head, I was like, Thank God, because if they would have shot me, it would have been a problem. Well, you know what I mean? yeah. They were throwing tear gas. The tear gas hit my eyes. Like, it jeez, was, it was crazy. Yeah. I remember the riots, the fires. Yeah, it was. It looked like Rodney King all over again, but in Miami <laughs> with a bunch of Cubans and, and international people. So, like, when I see him now, and he's 22 years old because I'm 30, yeah. and he's there talking all that crazy shit like Fidel, I was like, oh hell no! They should have shot that boy the moment they saw him. <laughs> he's talking all that crazy ass
0: mess oh they got into his hair they put him in the 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 fidel youth or whatever they got over there you know the cult and uh so yeah and i mean he sounded like
1: an old school fidel Castro when he first came in with Che Guevara yeah talking all that mess
0: all that bullshit yeah yeah
1: yeah they're propping him to take over yeah
0: that's how that goes so yeah, yeah, and that's the whole thing. Like people are saying, "Well, he belongs with his daddy and all that." Was he? Yeah, but you don't understand the situation, and we don't. We'll, we'll never really know what his dad really wanted. Well, so they'll threaten him. Yeah, exactly. What's he gonna? He's gonna if he's gonna come on camera and say, "Yeah, please keep my son. Don't send him back to this hellhole." Well, he's dead. you yeah. know? <laughs> and so he couldn't say that. And his mother, look what she did to get him here, and then all that was for nothing.
1: Yeah, that was that was the sad part. Like, I really felt that afterwards when I really understood what happened. Yeah. Because people in, in my high school—shout out to South Miami, hi, hey, Marco Rubio, <laughs> bitch—epically <laughs> <laughs> failed.
0: Epically. Yeah, well. <laughs>
1: but yeah, like they were going back and forth with that thing, like, oh, you know, the left was all like, yeah, he should be with his family, and blah blah blah. And you're like, and people are like, you don't care that the mother died in the waters to save that, this yeah. kid. And they're like, well, you know, the father just he deserves the rights and like people don't fucking get it. Like Fidel is up everybody's ass and he's like, look, you ain't going to make me look bad against these white people who have us stuck on this embargo. Don't let us do anything. So guess what? We're going to take this kid back or I'm going to shoot you or your family.
0: Yeah. You know, and he had
1: the right. He had the parental right, So they gave it to him because that's the democracy we live in. You know, they don't give a shit.
0: And then the boys like a pampered prince, you know. Yeah, they have a
1: statue of him. Oh, good lord! Yeah, because
0: you know he's like, ah, we humiliated the U.S. and that's you know that's all. Wow, well, what good did that do you? You know, and and so yeah, it's it's, so it doesn't surprise me a bit that he's a big you know Castro drone.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's scary to look like very handsome, but he's scary as shit. So I'm surprised that Janarino didn't make that call to shoot his ass. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys.
0: I I don't know that that would have gone over well.
1: <laughs> oh no, but please, if I if I know what the hell we're gonna
0: get yeah. To if only future. you knew the future. You know.
1: <laughs> yes, he is a psycho. Please listen yeah. to him. He wants to, new, he wants to be a new.
0: He wants to be a new Shea Guevara. Yeah. yeah, and that's oh, gotta got to be. Shot too. Yeah, well, I think I think <laughs> like Castro, Castro. kind of wanted that to happen. You know, he said, hey, go spread the revolution. Okay, <laughs> dumbass. Yeah, because yeah, like, oh, yeah, he couldn't over. have that competition. Yeah. So, But that's got to be I always, you know, because everywhere you look, like celebrities or rock stars and stuff, they always got that Che Guevara shirt because he looked like a rock star in that famous photograph, you know. Just and yet that, I don't, idiots and
1: don't know what you
0: have no, no idea who that man was or what he was about.
1: Those people need to get shot too. <laughs> I'm I'm being serious. Tranquilized, get shot up. Why don't you go stay in a prison camp in Cuba and let me know how that feels like? I'm sure you would not yeah. be rocking that shirt no more. I
0: mean, you might as well have Hitler on your t-shirt.
1: That I I look at that photograph of Obama behind uh, in front of that Che uh, Guevara photo that the one I posted on Twitter. Yeah, and I get so disgusted. And then some some of my friends are like. You know, you shouldn't judge a photo automatically. Like, that wasn't the, oh, that's
0: not the
2: and
1: I'm like, there's a big fucking thing of this man in that building. <laughs> How can you not see that shit? Yeah. And be like, I'd rather just take it by the beach. Can we go to a malecon and just take the damn photo? Because I know I got to hear all this shit later.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> when I
1: come back to the U.S., and I really just want to go to
2: Argentina and dance tango. I know,
0: that right in the middle of that terrorist attack and everything. <laughs> is it, you know yeah. what? Next, After sitting in a ball game with that murderer, you yes. know what? I think <laughs> <That> I'm going <laughs> to go America. dancing in Argentina. How about that? He's you a know?
1: fruit tart, too. You know that, right? That was, I've heard that story. Gay. Yeah,
0: I've heard that, that people think. I
1: mean, look how he grabbed Obama's hand. Like, it was very gay. Wow. I was like, that is so awkward and so fruity <laughs> in so many levels.
0: Jeez. Well, uh, I heard that. Well, I guess since he's in power, it doesn't matter. But that uh, Cuba... Was not very kind to the gays.
1: No, they'll they'll kill
2: you.
0: Yeah, so that's how they'll, they. Because I remember, I think it was like, I think uh, when the AIDS thing was on the rise, you know, and uh, I think like Michael Moore who just praises Cuba to no end because of its healthcare system. It says they did de- the boy they they took care of AIDS. <laughs> yes, yeah.
2: well, well they, you know,
0: there's killed. a
1: there's a neighborhood in Cuba. I forgot the name, but it's straight gay. Like you, you could be a tour. A lot of tourists walk by there by accident. They don't even know what they're
2: walking into. <laughs> so
0: that's <laughs> so like the gay colony.
1: Yeah, they have a like a gay like little region. Yeah, where it is all the way. When I mean flamboyant, it's more flamboyant than RuPaul. It is very wow. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, honey, it is very very gay. They'll be like whistling at you to try to like so your wee wee for a dollar.
0: <laughs> so I guess mm-hmm. that's that's the rules. As long as they stay in that region, they're okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean they really don't get too much into crap because you know, the prostitution's very high. I mean they, oh,
2: yeah.
0: there's
1: ten year old girls prostituting themselves there for five bucks. Yeah.
0: Because
1: five bucks goes a long way. They go once a week to get rations for their family. Yeah. So, I mean, they're doing what they got to do. But the fact that you're selling your daughter.
0: Yeah, that's just, you know, uh, in th- third world countries everywhere, that's the thing. You know, it's like all these creepy guys. Are, I'm going to vacation. and you know, I'd
1: rather prostitute myself before I have
0: my Oh, yeah, and, you so. would. But then when the guy comes in and says, yeah, I don't want you. I want your kid. I'll fucking stab you. Again. Yeah, you should but stab him immediately. Like- but, you know, I these people that will do that is like, well. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is to starve every day. It's true, but I just I just I would kill myself before I do that.
1: Yeah, it, I just wouldn't be able to live with myself and, exactly. and be okay with that. Like, you know, especially that there's a huge um AIDS epidemic there as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and it should be told there's a lot of pedophiles that are traveling to Cuba just for those reasons.
0: Yeah, they open the it's, it's like it's 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 under the radar but it's marketed that way it was like there of those islands in uh the dominican republic it does, does it too and they you know they advertise oh, young girl young girl and all that you know and, they, and they, there you go but by the
1: way i'm not violent because i know i've been saying kill them, them
0: <laughs> <down>. <laughs> oh yes uh, by the way
1: because <laughs> I, I know that i'm gonna get that at one point like,
0: so well i think violent, it's though. okay if you want to shoot pedophiles i'm okay with that uh
1: yeah well they they need they need shit rammed up their
2: ass yeah how that feels like
0: they they need killing yeah you know like
1: (laughs) let's stick a broom up their ass or something i'd rather torture you than
0: kill you yeah that's true they do need a dose of their own medicine Uh,
1: Yeah, let them cry like little bitches. That's what everyone's
0: hoping is happening to uh, Jared Vogel, uh, the Subway guy.
1: (laughs) Oh my God!
0: Yeah, gross. I've never touched Subway since I heard that. Yeah, I I know. Boy, Subway's got to be. Oh God, damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Because that's the joke. I hope he gets a foot long and all that. (laughs) Yes. He's so disgusting. Oh my God! He's
1: so creepy looking too. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. You know, looking back,
1: fifteen million dollars a year with like Subway.
0: Wow. Damn. Did you know that? No, you I didn't just, know what he was. I know he was making a lot, but I didn't know what the exact dollar amount. He was
1: making 15 million a year with Subway.
0: Jeez. Just for Subway. him to sit there and do his little creepy grin. And eat. And, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I want to eat and make money?
0: Yeah. But you yeah. know, I don't I don't feel so sorry for Subway cuz they just didn't vet the guy because it, it turns out that he 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 had a porn company. Now it was an adult porn, you know, nothing no. illegal. But he was involved in that, and he said that was the reason he got fat because he was at the computer all the time and sat on his ass. So that that was the whole story that he he lost weight by walking to Subway every day, you know, however long it was, and it helped him lose weight and that whole thing. But they did invent what was this? What did this guy do for a living? Well, he had some kind of online porn subscription service,
2: or
1: or how they say he's an entrepreneur.
0: Yeah, exactly. But you got to look into that, and I don't know if, if it was all legal and everything fine. But would you still want that guy to be? Your your spokesman for your major international corporation, you know, I don't think so. And then, well, lo and behold, guess what else he's into? And, yeah. Well, let know. me
1: ask you something. Doesn't like even if you sit in a behind a desk all day watching porn, if you're jerking off, isn't that like some type of cardio?
0: Yeah, it would be. So it would be circulation, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, it depends on how much you're you're stuffing your face with. So, yeah, yeah, you do get some uh, cardiovascular workout from You do get the
1: munchies after sex, though. I will That's say that.
0: true. Yeah, there is that. That and pot. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: some some good pot. Did you say pot like marijuana?
0: Yes, yes, I did. Okay, I
1: thought you said Tupac, like Tupac's report. Oh, <laughs> I <was laughs> well. I like, what? <laughs> I'm sure
0: he was a fan of the weed, too. So
1: Yeah, no, no, for sure. That I I actually... If I do smoke pot, it would have to be something with, like, high sativa. So I don't get the money. Because <laughs> I don't like downers. Downers would make me, like,
0: yeah, yeah. Ch-
1: I'm such a very active person. That would just totally trip me out. So, you know, just for future reference.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, so uh, I guess uh, in the other half of your uh, heritage would be Egypt. And uh, they had a little little scuffle there with a guy who fl- uh, made a plane well, go to today. Cyprus. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh he said it wasn't
1: part of no terrorist
0: activity. No, he's probably going to find out he's some kind of nut. Which, well, so is terrorism. But uh, that he, I think that he wanted asylum in Cyprus, so he got the plane. He wanted to go to Turkey originally, but the pilot said, "Look, pal, it was a shuttle flight, so I don't have the fuel for that." So they got to Cyprus, and he wanted them to send a letter to his wife or some such nonsense. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think ISIS had anything to do with that.
1: I, I just find it crazy because. My mom went to Egypt a couple of years ago. I don't know if it was around the time of Benghazi. She'd
0: rather go. She'd rather go to Egypt before before she'll go to Cuba.
1: No, she's been to Egypt and Dubai. She she's the head costume designer for Royal Caribbean.
0: Oh so wow, she yeah. travels a lot. Yeah,
1: and um, she's been to Dubai, Egypt, and all that stuff. And I think she went to Egypt around the time there was a. a she left, and then like I think like two days later they like raided like an embassy and they shot up everybody that wasn't muslim i mean like they were just shooting everybody wow. and and like and like a, i think it was at a mall or a hotel or something and it was and my mom was like oh my god i was just there
2: yeah oh my
1: god that could have been me i could have been dead alive. yeah <laughs> and i'm like oh hold up like now i can't even go to egypt too like <laughs>
0: god geez. well the way it is now uh I'm kind of like, I'm not taking any trips to, to the Mediterranean at all, you know? Cause, not even Dubai? No.
1: <laughs> Is Dubai in the Mediterranean? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Well, like
0: not, that. well, I think that's on the, you, you would have to get there, probably there, or, you know, around. But uh, it's on the other side of Africa.
1: <laughs> you know it's crazy? That people don't know this. Like, the old school geography maps. Yeah. The United States isn't really that big. No. <laughs> compared to, like, how big the middle east is yeah like they can literally come and take over us if if they've really wanted to how they're saying it i mean they really can't they just don't have they have a lot of money but i I just don't think they know that because of the way our geography system's set up to make us look so superior than everybody else
0: well population wise there's like 380 million in the united states uh so and a lot of these people uh how many are actually going to fight anyway (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, so,
1: listen, this is, I, as pussy as this may sound, God forbid, let's say if this were to happen, I'm going to pretend I'm down with the posse. <laughs> I will be shouting out la, 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 la,
0: all <laughs> over this bitch. I don't care. Well, you got to <laughs> put that. You got to put that burka on. And
1: uh, I know. I'm know. just like. I started thinking. I'm like, man. I do a lot of like sexy pictures. Yeah, that you like, can't start do that anymore. This shit down because they're gonna fuck me up.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And call me a whore and yeah. then actually rape me or do something crazy and I'm like, I'm not getting a tattoo. That's out of the question. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna get one. That no, hell no. Yeah, be no. <laughs> yeah. Finally,
0: let's have some people who don't. That's enough of that. Jeez. Yeah,
1: I don't have. I, I used, when I got into radio down here, that was their main problem. I had a lot of piercings. Yeah, you know, I had a tongue ring and everything, and I, you well, know, well, that I you was, can undo
0: for later. You know,
1: well, no, I mean, it. What happened is when I took it off, I started having a list. Oh man! Because I've had it since I was eighteen, and yeah, I okay. took it off like two years ago. And so, <laughs> when I had to do voiceovers in Spanish for the for the commercials down here, yeah. and I was like, the guy was like, "Why are you sounding like that?" And I'm like, "It sound like what?" He goes, "You sound like suffering stuck like, <laughs> and I'm like. Listen, I just took this shit off. He's like, put some ice or something to numb it. I'm like, that's gonna be worse, idiot. Like, what? so I was like, it took me some time that I had to get like a, a vocal coach
2: yeah, to oh, train
1: really? me to stop thinking I have a tongue ring in my mouth.
2: You know? your phantom so, I mean, tongue finally
1: ring. I got it done, but man, that <laughs> shit sucked. It cost me some money.
2: Yeah, Don't get I a
0: tongue so. ring,
1: people. It's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hell no especially if you're working radio it's the worst and they're gonna make you take it off anyways they think it's trashy
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: so. you don't have any piercing
0: oh no i never got into that i didn't get a tattoo or anything i just never really cared for it you know you're But still every- vanilla yeah how oh, i am yeah <laughs> uh everybody else around me did but i didn't i was the one that didn't
1: so. are you white
0: Oh yeah <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I'm just a boring old wasp. <laughs>
1: I mean I should see the name and be like, yeah that's Yeah, a that's guy.
0: very English. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well thank God you don't have like that heavy New York accent that Bob has.
0: Yeah, God. yeah, you know uh <laughs> Sahara Candela. Uh... Yeah,
1: I'm like, can I just say my name when we do that like, episode from here on out? Because it's like fucking getting annoying at this point. Like, and then he's like, Sahara Candela.
2: And I'm like,
1: what the fuck, bro? You sound so damn creepy when you do this to me, man. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shut the fuck
0: up. Like <laughs> yeah, what shit. What the fuck you want? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, stop being such a
0: cunt. <laughs> I'm
1: like, What? <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. It's fun when when people like come at me and try to do that, that <laughs> intro. He did. He did another podcast uh, with PBR and like they were they were joking about that shit too. And I'm like, see, look what you just started. Now yes. I have to go to PBR and do my my interview. They're gonna fuck with me with that too, and I'm gonna be like, ha ha ha. Yeah. You
0: know? <laughs> no one's Max, ever gonna say your name right again. <laughs> it's
1: fucking idiots. Oh my god, I can't. You don't know what it's like.
0: He yeah, but he'll he'll do it wrong, and then he'll like, eh, and then the lovely sorry Candela, <laughs> I got it right, right? Yeah, I got it right that time. <laughs> He's
2: a yay for me. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, yay for you? You should be knowing how to speak, motherfucker. <laughs> You've been doing this shit for a long time. <laughs> like, get it together, old man. The AARP card is around the corner.
0: Well, maybe by the 100th episode, uh... <laughs> yeah, get that right. Yeah.
1: i actually need to do a couple more episodes with him i have not been on that podcast
0: in yeah a while it's been a
2: while yeah I,
1: yeah because i've been touring and doing production work because that's what i really do down here I, and um so i just got off the tour with this artist named the weekend so i don't know have you heard of the weekend i don't know if it's the, the weekend Ill- that's his name Yes, he's a Grammy nominated artist, wow. an Oscar nominated artist. No? God, you're vanilla. What do you listen to?
0: I know, I know. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I'm more of a rock, you know, and rock and roll guy and uh, that kind of crap.
1: <laughs> like, wait, are you like. Motley Crue. Well, I
0: did when I was a teenager. That was the thing, and then I got into that alternative rock stuff and all that, and then
1: Radiohead and
0: shit. Yeah, Nirvana and then uh, Beck and all that sort of thing, and then Nine Inch Nails and blah blah blah. Uh, So, but uh, uh, hip hop, I wasn't really into that much. Every now and then, Weekend is more like
1: he's not. He's not hip hop. He's more. Um, if you want to get it in with somebody sexually, <laughs> you want to have babies. He's well, the yeah, there music, is. That. He says some fucked up shit. <laughs> but the <laughs> beat and the rhythm and the tone that he sets the music, it's like, damn, I want to go make babies.
0: Oh, wow. You know, but well, he's then... that
1: intense. He's, 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 he's the predominant soundtrack for Fifty Shades of Grey.
0: Oh really? Was, yeah, he's,
1: he's the song that they use a lot on Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't know if you've seen the commercials.
0: Or... Yeah, I didn't. Uh, that that movie wasn't directed at me, but uh, but still, oh I see God, what I you God, mean. God, God. I was like, this is like hours that I'm not getting back.
1: This is the, <laughs> uh, Don Johnson's daughter with little pink nipples and oh yeah, nothing yeah. popping. I was like, whatever. And the guy <laughs> was just like, not hot at all. He was didn't do it for me. I was like, I'm not into this at all. And thank God they replaced him. Because it was about fucking time. I was like, I, I can't. I can't. He's <laughs> he's not even, he's, they're both pale. They're <laughs> both skinny.
0: Yeah, couldn't yeah. they have at least uh, brought the faux tan in or something like that?
1: I mean, like, he's there trying to fight a guy who's bigger than him, and yeah. like, he wins, I'm like, get the fuck out yeah, of Yeah,
0: they, they always he, do that.
1: He should have gotten his ass kicked, and then be like, I got my ass beat for you, because I like all this pleasure shit, I'm gonna punish you later, bitch,
0: for putting me in this
1: situation. you like, that shit would have been like, oh, okay, he got his ass whooped, and he's gonna whoop my ass, alright, I like you,
2: alright, you know,
1: like... Don't sit there and tell me that this skinny Muppet is going to whoop this <laughs> big dude's ass. That's not happening.
0: Oh, uh, it's some kind of martial arts or, uh... <laughs> no, he just shoved the
1: guy. I know. <laughs> he shoved the guy. I was like, that's
0: it? Yeah. Well, like, Yeah. Well, the, the Hollywood illusions, uh, you know how Tom Cruise is basically a midget and yet he's one of the big action stars and he's always uh, kicking, you know, six foot four guys around and, uh...
1: Well, I'll tell you this. Little fucking people like that who are agile and athletic because he does his own stunts. Yeah. He's like a spider monkey. So I, can, <laughs> so I can see this shit happening. And he's fucking nuts. Crazy people will whoop your ass.
0: Yeah, when you don't really see it coming, yeah.
1: Yeah, he, he's crazy. And I have a friend who does that show, America Ninja Warrior. Oh, yeah? And I'm, I'm taller than him. I'm 5'6 a half, And this guy's like 5'5", five, 5'4". Five, 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 and, man... I'm sure he could whoop my ass (laughs) because he is like a gazelle when he's running and a spider monkey when he's climbing all over shit. Yeah. So I I wouldn't doubt that Tom Cruise could whoop a six foot four guy. Well,
0: yeah, that's true. When there's little guys that are like, but they're rock hard and ripped and everything and they've got all the moves and stuff. So yeah, that is true.
1: There's a statement that they say, the taller you are, the harder you fall.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. But
1: this guy from 50 Shades just shoved this dude and the guy just (laughs) collapsed. Like, <laughs> that 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 just didn't happen. Yeah, they was, they should
0: have rewrote it to where he had some kind of like magic powers or something.
1: <laughs> no, I mean they just should have just not made the movie and gotten some real motherfuckers. That yeah, yeah. Like like that would have been a movie for Jennifer Lopez for sure.
2: Yeah. Okay. Like
1: her and Joe Maganello Sophia Vegata's husband. Yeah. If they would have been in that, I would have been all over that. Yeah. That been, <laughs> Yo. I'm like this is gonna be awesome. We're gonna see this bitch make it. We're going to see her tear her ass up. I'm a happy girl. This is what I wanted to see.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, you need to uh, get involved in that and uh, become no, a producer. and uh, <laughs> <Not good. laughs> The Latin version of 50 Shades of yeah, No, no, no. Okay. I'm
1: good. Just, I just, I'm a very creative person, but I don't want to do the work. No. I'm <laughs> just going to tell you to do it, and then I expect you to do it for yeah. me. That's the type of person
0: I am. Why do I have to do all the work?
1: (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to sit there and write a script. What are you talking about? I
0: don't think so. (laughs) Oh, well. All right. Um, Let's see. Well, we've done 35 minutes already. So.
1: uh, You see how entertaining I am?
0: Yes. Yes, you are. I'm all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, well, you're you're I went
1: to talking about Cuba, Elian Gonzalez, 50 Shades of Grey. Stabbing, <laughs> and,
0: murdering people. And Egypt, yeah. And Egypt. And yeah. oh, no, no. That's it. <laughs> The that's whole shebang. <laughs>
1: Beat that, Bob.
0: <laughs> You're quite <laughs> the package. <laughs> I am. That's what he said. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Where are you located, bud? What's that? Where are you located? I'm in Louisiana.
1: What the fuck? Yes, that's How's right. How is Mardi Gras?
0: It's Mardi Gras, you know.
1: I've never been, so...
0: Well, of course, everyone wants to go to the New Orleans version. That's where all the, the breasts are.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Today.
0: So, yeah, if you're just looking to get laid and stuff, that's where you go. Uh, where are you from? Oh, I'm in, uh, well, a, a town called Sulphur, but it's uh, south of Lake Charles. When you look at the, the map of Louisiana, uh, it looks like a boot. I'm in the heel of the boot. So, right on the edge of Texas.
1: Again, my geography is...
0: Hold yeah, me. well, just just look at it. <laughs> You'll <laughs> oh, yeah, see it.
1: You're like, "Listen, bitch. <laughs> I am not going to figure that out for you. You're going to have to sue your school system <laughs> and your teachers cuz they didn't give a shit about you." Yeah. <laughs> you
0: <know>? Oh, well.
1: <laughs> well, we just had a uh, ultra Fest, ultra music festival down here. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, have you heard of that?
0: Mm, I don't think so.
1: Well, okay. Well, well, I forgot who I'm speaking with. <laughs> Ultra is It's every year at the end of March It's a three day event um, It's straight house music all right. And we get everyone from all over the world There's people from Europe that come here The majority is Europeans that come over yeah. here And they're spending thousands upon thousands of dollars Just to come for a three day event Wow And the city makes about a billion dollars
2: Okay Which is
1: pretty crazy <laughs> That's pretty good so, Yeah Like if you ever want to see I think that's even crazier than um, Mardi Gras because before the that Friday hits of the festivities, we have a week worth of like pool parties at the hotels in South Beach and everything. Yeah. So it gets crazy. Everybody's like doing drugs. Everybody's drunk <laughs> shit. Of course. People are shitting out in the streets. <laughs> oh no. Hitting, humping trees. Yes. Yeah, humping That's trees. It's <laughs> crazy. It is so freaking crazy. Like. um, People were arrested this year for having guns already before entering the door. Like, <laughs> dude, really? You know, house is predominantly people that are hippies
0: yeah. and,
1: you know, carefree. Yeah.
0: They, you wouldn't expect that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's called people believe in something called plur, which is peace, love, unity, respect. Yeah. So people come in with that mentality. When you're showing up with a gun and, and, you know you have to go through a checkpoint. There's like fifty thousand police officers all over that shit. They're gonna search you, even oh, yeah. to your crevices. Because they wanna you know, they can't you can't have like drugs and shit on you, but people shove it up their coochies and shit.
2: <laughs> yes. They do. They I know. know I, mean? I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean I was I was one of them back in the day. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I had to shove it where the sun's own shine and then I had to poop it out or take it out of somewhere, but it was coming out.
0: Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so,
1: yeah, I mean, you should check it out sometime. It'll uh, blow your mind.
0: Yeah, I should. It sounds great. They
1: uh, will be hugging you, touching your hair. They're going to be like, oh my God, you're so awesome. <laughs> oh, this is my friend. This is my best friend. And you're like, what the fuck, nigga, I don't even know you. <laughs>
2: I like, just met you, dude.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I'm telling you, that's it. This is what I tell every podcaster out there: if you want to see some trippy shit to talk about, yeah, and have material to have for a couple of months, go to Ultrafest. Take your little radio stuff and go interview people fucked up, <laughs> and edit
0: that shit.
1: It will blow your mind. The shit that people will talk to you about.
0: Yes, and you can get your mind blown as they blow theirs,
1: or they'll blow you. Yeah,
0: yeah There is that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Talk, talk
1: about what people do I gotta, for a Molly. I
0: gotta look into that weekend music so I can get some girls horny. Uh... <laughs> yes, yeah, just use use
1: your vanilla. Yes,
0: my vanilla. <laughs> reference.
1: Oh, who do you like? Radiohead. You know, who vanilla do? goes. Oh my God, they're so awesome. <laughs> like, trust me, that you'll get all types of shit. It'll blow
0: your mind, people. Yes, yes. you, can, you can Sorry. Put your, you can put your chocolate syrup all over my vanilla. Oh, and my the, God. <laughs>
1: you are just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: when are you going to come to Miami? I don't know. Uh, what? We'll have the to last lo- time you've been here, or have you ever been here? I've never been to Miami, that's yeah, true. that's horrible. But uh, we'll have to look into that. You know, it'd probably be a great idea for, uh, like, a a big uh, Bob Levy extravaganza. and
1: uh, He was just here in November, but I yeah. never got to link up with him, because his ass decided to make tour dates in cities I've never heard of
0: Yeah, <laughs> But But, uh, yeah, we could do one for the, the Music Fest and uh, the Ultra Fest and... Uh,
1: yeah, but that we would have to wait a whole year.
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. We but, have uh,
1: carnival in September.
0: Carnival, yeah. There's carnival, always that.
1: It's Caribbean. It's a Caribbean festival. Yeah, it's a week of stuff too. Miami gets crazy.
0: Yeah, I always see the images from Brazil when they have carnival, and it, boy, does that look. Just think of that, but in Miami. Yeah, that looks fantastic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you want if you want some. Yes. Some chocolate <laughs> in your life. This is the perfect place to go. <laughs> West Indian girls, they come from like the islands to, to this thing over here too, so
0: Yes, they're very bouncy. <laughs> oh,
1: oh my Lord. Do you like chocolate? What's your what's your type?
0: Oh, I'll take it. Uh you know. <laughs> <laughs> it mostly been white women, but uh but yeah, I won't turn it I did turn it down one time because well, I was thirty eight and she was eighteen. <laughs> Oh. And I, I, I felt really bad. Why? <laughs> Other people you felt say like you should. Yeah, well, yeah, there was that, you know. And I just sort of like, ah. and sometimes it's like you should have gone for it.
1: <laughs> oh my god! But still, no wait, what, what? What do white women do?
0: No, no, no. She wasn't white. She was black.
1: No, no, no. I know, but you say you've been with white. So, so what do white women do? What do you mean? Bud? Like, how are they? Cause I, I don't know a white woman. I don't I don't I, I
0: just know they like wine, and they like wine. That's it. They like wine. <laughs> I've known yeah, some or, that or like or beer. beer. Yeah, beer. They do like beer. They, uh, and
1: and they like they're like oh my god we're gonna have a fucking great time girls we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna meet cute boys. We're gonna do maybe some crystal math along the way. Yeah. And well, they talk like that. That's all I know about them.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't really pay attention to what they're saying. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I'm not interested in being their girlfriend. So
1: <laughs> they're so fucking perky.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, there what the fuck that. are you
1: happy about? You just met me. <laughs> I swear to God, they're like, oh my god, because in Broward, it's in Broward, Florida, in Broward County is just all white majority is all white. Yeah. So when I'm over there cuz my mom lives in Pompano Beach, I'm like traumatized a bit because I'm like they're looking at me <laughs> like a Donald Trump supporter. <laughs> Like, straight up. Like, they're like, we're going to deport this bitch because she looks mad suspect. And I'm like, bitch, I was born here. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I wish you would try to touch me. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) They're they're scared. I don't like going to white neighborhoods. They scare the fuck out of me.
0: Oh, wow.
1: I I really do. I I
0: just,
1: (laughs) we got that racism down here, too. So it's like. Oh, that's everywhere. Yeah. But you would think uh, Florida. Miami and D- Miami and Broward County wouldn't be so like that, but even yeah. my yeah. mom is a, you know, my mom is chocolate, and my mom has the audacity to be a little racist sometimes against chocolate, like <laughs> she forgets she's black.
0: Yeah, wow.
1: and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, mom? Have you looked at yourself in the mirror?
0: Yeah,
2: she's <laughs> like
1: no, but I'm I'm Latina. I'm (laughs) Afro-Latina-Egyptian.
0: So that's I'm like. She gets. She has an Black is
1: black, lady. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And my dad is even worse because my dad is like, is literally Tony Montana. Oh, really? (laughs) That's his personality. He's straight Scarface. Yeah. (laughs) The way he talks. I'm Tony Montana. He's like. You know, a, I kill you like a cockroach. Like my dad has a thick ass accent. That's cool. What's up, man? What's yeah. up, man? I'm like, dad, stop! Like he's like, you touch my daughter, I kill you. Like straight up nuts. <laughs> like dad, I'm 30. I don't give a shit.
2: <laughs> they touch you,
1: I kill you. <laughs> I kill him. And I'm like don't kill me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like it, it's well. so nuts how crazy people are racist even within their own group. Like,
0: oh yeah, I went to this. Uh, I got. I went to get. I was going to be a phlebotomist, and I went to this course, and uh, it was all black. That was the only white guy. Well, there was two white girls, and then there was. uh mostly black women in there and all that but then uh this was like after katrina so a lot of people from new orleans came in and then it was like the uh the blacks here was like man they they ghetto they all ghetto that nigga ghetto and all that (laughs) (laughs) and that was like as you can see the separation between the groups you know so it's just the way it is you know
1: and you know what trust me even more the white women that speak uh ebonics
0: yes yes
1: because i don't want to say they speak black because that's not really that doesn't make sense and i'm making an ignorant statement i'm sure i've done a few ignorant statements tonight but (laughs) yeah (laughs) is that intentional you know what
0: i mean no that's what ignorance ignorance just means you don't know that's all i know know,
1: i just feel like saying it like that well yeah
0: (laughs) she talks black
1: yeah, like, she, was, she the, the the white girls are like, mm-hmm, I'm going
0: to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like, girl, what is your credit score? 780, That you are not from the hood. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my face with all that nonsense. Like- yeah, I
0: knew a girl like that. She was just, she looked as white as me, but her, her dad was black. But she would just. And I don't know, but she yeah, she had that whole thing that, mm, yeah, good all oh, that, be talking like this, bitch, you crazy and all that, you know, and it's like, what the hell?
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah. our our Ebonics nowadays has escalated to different uh, cultures,
0: yeah. Cultures yeah. that yeah. I'm
1: just like, you know, I am of a, a big melting pot of race, uh, yeah.
0: different yeah. races,
1: because, you know, my grandmother's Arabic and, yeah. you know, my my grandfather was an Afro-Cuban man, so my mom want to be claiming shit all the time, and I'm like, "Mom, <laughs> like you're like the bottom of the barrel." Like, to grow like, you're a beautiful woman. Thank you for the genetics, cause me, I look identical to my mom. I'm just light, yeah. and you know, I'm like, thanks for the genetics. But I came, I started dating a black guy a few years back, like a long time ago, and uh, this was before my son was even not even in the picture. And, um, she, he was well dressed, spoke very white. He was a country boy from, uh, West Virginia. He lived very close to like those Confederate neighborhoods. Yeah. So my mom was like, Oh, he's nice, but he's like black. black." You know, she's like, you want to make sure you want to be with somebody who has good hair, good credit, (laughs) you know, is you know because it's already bad enough that we got to struggle. Like, don't make it worse. And I'm like, did you just say that shit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jeez. My mom, I was like, what the fuck? And she said this shit in front of him. Like, oh
0: man, I, oh okay. <laughs> I like, no, geez.
1: but here's the crazy: the
0: motherfucker knew Spanish. He spoke Spanish. <laughs> he knew
1: Spanish in high school,
0: so he spoke Oh, it very no. Well. Oh, and he was geez. a
1: military guy too, so he oh, he man. spoke it very well. I just forgot to well, mention damn, that he was,
0: to her. Ah, Lee, it was probably a good catch. I mean Yeah. yeah. And he
1: was like, Your mom is racist as fuck. Yeah. Like, what
0: the fuck? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's man. really weird. It's really weird. You know it's never what quite what you expect, but uh,
1: Yeah, but, my mom's been with my mom's been with my stepdad. For like 12, 13 years, he's a white Jewish man from New York, he, <laughs> from Brooklyn or Bronx or some show like that. I don't think wow,
0: the fuck she, out of here. She, she fin- likes some vanilla. She likes, she finally I'll found- I'll set you up with her if you want.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm sure she'll be down in the DM for you.
0: All right. <laughs> well, we'll have to look into that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, she sounds like she's already got her uh, vanilla prints. Yeah, uh. yeah. Oh my God. He's, <laughs> he's so fucking obnoxious. He Uh-oh. Bob.
2: <laughs>
1: He really does. The way he talks is just like Bob. Like, he curses oh, like a fucking man. sailor. I tell, I tell Bob that all the time. You remind me of my stepdad. You don't, like, fuck, man. You say some shit that I'm like, did this really just come out of this fool's mouth? You know? <laughs> I've got into so many fights with my stepdad just because he talks. He talks about Muslims and shit like that a lot. And you know how it is. Jewish it, man and all stuff.
2: Well, yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> he talks shit about Egypt. I'm like, motherfucker, did you forget where the hell we're from? <laughs> looking at my mom like do you hear this racist shit wow. like like and she's like he's just speaking his political views i think the same shit i'm like oh my god i can't <laughs> yeah I can't.
0: oh well so, what are you, you gonna know. do you know
1: yeah, you could go you could swap with me
0: i'll stay in louisiana eating alligator jerky <laughs> i'm down <laughs> okay sorry uh i will have to do this again uh i've of enjoyed course. having you on uh thank you for coming and do the show uh
1: thank you for having
0: me yes yes you're quite the treat and uh bob needs to get together with you for another beauty and the beast and uh we can have well, that. Well,
1: that's on. how you need to curse his ass out. Yes, like, I'm yes. Done. I yes. am
0: tired.
1: And make sure that you follow his um, Warrior Project. Yes, yes. Doing. Warrior it's Point. Really
0: cool. Yeah, Warrior Point. Uh, it's big with Bob. They help the vets. to give them a network that they can uh, discuss their problems and uh, issues that they deal with because uh, the government's not going to be there for them apparently. And no. so, uh, who
1: are you voting
0: for? Well, uh, if. If Trump gets it, I'll vote him in, but uh, because I can't vote Hillary in, uh, not after what she's done, <laughs> and uh, it would be hard for me to do that because uh, especially what she's calling like the, the the family members who lost their loved ones in that Benghazi uh, mess, liars, you know, and uh, when she's the one who lied about it, it just yeah. it, it's just it's one too many. I can't
1: even say that I'm voting for Trump because I would get shot
0: in Miami. Yeah, just don't... It's a secret ballot, so don't don't, don't talk about it.
2: (laughs) No, no, I
1: actually thought I was voting Republican because I didn't have my voters card and they told me I was voting Democrat at the primaries. Oh. And and I was like, the fuck out of here? Are you serious? (laughs)
2: And, And then I
1: was like, I'm like... What the hell? I'm in the Republican Party, and they're like, "No, no,
0: you're a Democrat." <laughs> like, oh, boy.
1: Yes, yeah, so I voted for Bernie because he's just a fucking nut job. Yeah, and no, he's not going to win. Yeah, he's
0: yeah. It, the fix is in on that one. He can't. I don't think he can get it. But uh, it, yeah, of the two, he's the more honest. I mean, he's pretty open about what he's about. I don't agree with it, but I just uh, like
1: how he points his fingers like he's going to go into song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always like, oh he <laughs> has a
0: he has a record album out uh it's pretty no, he does yes he does he did he did it did a record in uh in uh, the 80s where he's singing uh this land is your land this <laughs> land is my land i'm serious <laughs> check that like, out <laughs> do
1: yourself a favor. if you have on demand with xfinity yeah uh, d- there's a show on comedy central called at midnight with Chris hardwick
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
1: they did a, uh, an election special. It was an hour program. And they had these two guys as Trump and uh, Sanders. It is the funniest <laughs> fucking hour.
0: Yeah, it must be. Okay, uh, now that the uh,
1: guy who did Donald Trump was
0: spot on. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, my God. They're both spot on. But the dude <laughs> that did
0: Donald Trump, is like, get him out of here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. He
1: had me dead for it. Please. Do yourselves a favor. If you want to laugh for a good hour and get away from the craziness of the world, look it up. It's on demand. Okay. And make sure you follow me on Twitter. Instagram, yes. Instagram at Sahari Kandela. If you don't know how to spell it, well, you're fucked. I'm yes. not going to tell you how to spell it. You illiterate assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you all. Thank okay.
0: You. <laughs> Thanks for doing the show, Sahari.
1: Thank you, Douglas. Appreciate it.
0: Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Say, would you like a little more Mr. Nelson? (laughs) (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha you know you do. So head over to my store at society6.com MrNelson. There you'll find selections of my artwork, which can be printed on, yeah, prints, but also t-shirts, throw pillows, mugs, tumblers, tote bags, and clocks, and iPhone and iPod cases. Stuff like that. Also hoodies, V-neck t-shirts, all kinds of t-shirts. Yes, that's right. Even long sleeve shirts. Uh-huh. Yes, you can get the Mr. Nelson show t-shirt, even the Bob Levy show t-shirt and all kinds of other Nelson artwork printed on a shirt and of course with that throw pillow. You can even sleep with me. <laughs> So why don't you head over to society6.com slash Nelson? That's society, the number six, dot com, slash, M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. You know that other show Bob Levy has, Beauty and the Beast with the lovely Sahari Candela? Yes, that one. Well, on a recent episode, a back door was opened into some intimate secrets concerning Miss Candela.
1: Because I don't feel like a woman should give all their best secrets right off jump.
0: So you're saying no anal until the ring?
1: No, I've done anal. Yes. but See, but I don't think that you should do anal with everybody.
0: No, it's a gift. It's it's a gift that should be given only to the great. Uh... And, and
1: here's a and here's a thing.
0: So it's a gift. It's a gift given to. It's an... a
1: gift, but I don't have a. I like. I'm not a person that hates it. I actually love it more than than Are penis you... and vagina.
0: Oh my god! Are you serious?
1: Yeah, yeah dead serious.
0: Holy... I don't think
1: I, I. like it more than that, but.
0: Oh my god! I am. That... Tra- I am. Tra- I'm squeezing my dick to keep it down right now. Stop it. <laughs> Oh, man, there is a God. (laughs) This is Night Night, and I'm here to tell you that you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. It's a typical evening at Cityopolis Airport, but nothing is typical about the sinister messages being transmitted about said airport. All right, the mayor's plane will be arriving shortly. Remember, he'll be in the blue suit with a red tie. Let him take a few steps down off the plane, then take the shot. Leave your weapon with the tape of our demands and threat to our next target, Commissioner Wentwin. Got it? Over. Well, uh, sure, um, uh, but, but, what's the plan? <sighs> Damn it. That was the. Alright, alright. Listen to me very carefully. Meanwhile, elsewhere in the airport parking lot, we find the legendary Night Cruiser! What are we doing sitting in some dumb airport? This is boring! I told you, Bubo. I'm following up on death threats made against the mayor. His plane is arriving here tonight. And if his assailants make their move, we'll be there to catch them. But what if they shoot him before we catch him? A sad and tragic possibility. But in the end, justice will be served. Damn! Wouldn't it be better if we caught him before they kill the mayor? <laughs> well, obviously. But I don't know who we're dealing with here. It could be a group or a lone wolf. I've set the night computer to monitor suspicious or threatening transmissions, but so far, nothing's shown up. Transmissions? Oh, uh, well, uh, I kinda set the computer to record some radio shows while we sat out here. What? Oh, jeez, oh, (laughs) jeez. All right, the mayor's plane will be arriving shortly. Let him take a few steps down off the plane then take the shot. Good lord, Bubo. Did you hear that? Some vile villain will shoot the mayor tonight. Well, don't you sit there telling me about it. What? You, 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 damn you. Alright, let's go. And soon, Night-Night and Bubo are running through the halls of Cityopolis Air Terminal. We've got no time to lose trying to find the, the assassin. Wait, so, uh, we need to find the mayor first. Well, well how do we do that? Simple, Bubo. We get information from the information desk. <coughs> Excuse me, citizen, but I need to know where the mayor's plane will be landing and where he'll be deplaning. I'm sorry, but I don't think I should be giving out that kind of information to someone like you, dressed like that. Damn it! Hey, I know where the mayor is. No, this ought to be good. Okay, Bubo, where is he? over there where all them reporters are standing in front of that plane pulling up to that giant banner that says, Welcome Back Mayor! Hmm... You may be right, Bubo. Let's check it out. Meanwhile, among the crowd waiting to greet the mayor, are Commissioner Wetland and Police Chief O'Reilly! Well, so far so good, O'Reilly. Hopefully those threats were all just a false so alarm. <laughs> hey, is that Night Night of Boo? What? Oh no! It is them! Damn it! Stop, Bobo. We'll never make it in time. At at this rate. You mean you won't, fatty. Shut up, damn you. Listen, we'll We'll use our night by attaching them to that plane that's lifting off above us. Once we appear, any attackers will back off in fear. Let's go, Bobo. Okay. And so, night, night. And Bubo do indeed fire their cable guns at the belly of a nearby plane above them and swing from it and instantly cover the distance between them and the mayor's plane. Once over the mayor's entourage, that is, stepping off the plane, Night-Night and Bubo drop in on top of them. <coughs> <coughs> what the hell? What is this? There. What the hell? Night-Night. Stop right there, Mayor. Your life is at stake. Night-night! Night-night! Back away from the mayor! Now! You've got to stay down, Mayor. It's for your own good. <laughs> oh, god damn! Get this freak off me. Oh, get me! Lord, get off him, Night-night! Have you lost your mind? You don't understand, when The mayor's in danger. Yeah, from you! No, it's... And so, panic ensues, but soon calms down as the crowd sees night Knight on the scene, and immediately assume there's nothing serious going on. Meanwhile, the would-be assassin escapes. Damn it, night Knight, You've ruined yet another month-long investigation. These terrorists have been threatening the mayor and me. Back off, weapon. You can't deny that I just saved the mayor's life. He's not the mayor, he's a decoy. The real mayor flew in by police helicopter. He's already safe at home. All you did was create enough confusion for the assassin to get away. Well, 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 well this wouldn't have happened if you if you had let me in on your plans, Wet One. I shall not stand by and take the fall for yet another example of your bungling. Come on, Boo-Boo. Good night, Night. Shouldn't we stick around and figure things out with Wetwin so this doesn't happen again? Not now, boo oh, I took a hit to the gut and now I... I need to take a shot. And so, Night Night goes running off. The room. Damn! I don't want my cape to get dipped in the toilet. Ugh. But I've no time to lose. I've got to take my mask and cape off. Anyway, I'll be safe in this stall. Damn! Come on, am come Oh! On. But suddenly, a news photographer opens the door to Night Night's stall. Night Night? What? You're really Lyle Richmond. No, I'm not. (laughs) Hehehe, scared the poo out of you, huh? Well, smile for the camera. No, 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 damn it, no! Come here, you (laughs) moved! Tripped on your own super panties, huh? Well, later, dude. Night-Night quickly struggles to pull his tights back on and pursue the photographer, but to no avail. As the photographer quickly loses himself in the crowds that Night-Night's earlier attack on the mayor had attracted. Damn, damn, damn! Hey, <laughs> Night-Night, you got a pee stain on your tights! <laughs> Shut up, you idiot! My secret identity has been exposed! What? What? How? By what may be the most masterful, calculating villain I've ever faced. Really? No, it was just some asshole photographer who stumbled in on me while I was taking a shit and caught me with my mask off. Is that true? Will Night-Night be undone by a stupid accident? Can Lyle Richman deal with the shame that he is in reality Night-Night? Tune in next time and find out. has been a sin production. The Night, Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Well, before I turn the lights out here at RadioMisfits.com and bring it into another episode of the Miss Nelson Show, I thought I'd leave you with a few final thoughts on some recent matters that occurred in our, uh, our nation and culture and what have you. Uh, I'm sure you know the Michelle Fields story. She was a Breitbart reporter and she got her arm grabbed and pulled back by, uh, Corey Lowen. I knew I was going to screw this up. <laughs> Lewandowski, he's uh, Donald Trump's main campaign guy. Uh, anyway, uh, she got a little too close to him here. Apparently, to according to Lewandowski, that's how the you know uh, he figured she was getting too close to Trump, and so she pulled him, uh, her back. Uh, anyway. Uh, he's been uh, charged with uh, simple battery, which uh, some sort of low-grade uh, assault charge. And the prosecutor is a Democrat and big Hillary supporter, so of course there's that. Miss <laughs> uh, Fields had filed a police report, a police report on the matter, and uh, that's what led to these charges. Uh, she did so, however, because uh, Lewandowski immediately said nothing happened. He had never even touched her, and has never even met her. Uh, and that she's delusional and an attention-seeking uh, weirdo. Uh, well, uh, that didn't sit well with Miss Fields. And then her own, uh, uh, I was going to say paper, but it's not. <laughs> it's uh, the, you know, the right website. And uh, she worked for them. They immediately turned on her. Um, didn't back her up at all. Didn't bother to look into it. Didn't bother to wait for any evidence and everything. So, uh, the lady's got reason to be kind of pissed off at uh, at them and uh, Mr. Le- uh, Lewandowski, uh, saying she's a liar and everything. It uh, turns out, no, he was the liar. Uh, however, uh, there is no assault here. But uh, I guess she sort of felt that she didn't have any other choice because uh, she's being called a liar and she's in the business of media and she can't have that just hanging around like that. And so she had to uh, take these extra matters what she had said in interviews that's not what she wanted she wanted to just handle this behind you know behind the scenes so to speak and uh deal with him directly or his people directly or what have you and uh get an apology over the matter uh even if he hadn't didn't want to apologize he could have at least acknowledged it happened and said yeah but it's not that big of a deal you know grow up something like that i think this would have blown over into nothing but uh no had to call her a, Like like she's some kind of psycho or stalker or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so he lied, uh, there's no real assault here, so I understand why she did it, but i really hate to see the police get involved in something that's a whole lot of nothing, but, uh, yeah, uh, he should not have lied, and that's a strange thing, and it's also a strange thing for, uh, a campaign that wants to put, uh, its guy in the White House, so that was, uh, that was just stupid, if nothing else. And uh, Breitbart really comes out the loser here, I think, because I just don't understand what the hell they were thinking. I mean, are you that far up Trump's ass? I mean, apparently you are. Uh, That's not good. Speaking of Breitbart, uh, uh, which I I quite liked, you know, but uh, there's been some stumbles with that site uh, over the years. And now they really are messing up here. But, uh, one of their, uh, popular writers is, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, And, uh, I like the guy. I think he's a great champion on the subjects of free speech and he's done so very well. And, uh, he's taken uh, the fight right up to the social justice warriors themselves and, uh, beat them at their own game. Uh, but he, uh, he's a big Trump fan. And, uh, when the, uh, uh, hysteria over, uh, the, the wives between, uh, Cruz and, uh, Trump's, uh, wife, uh, he, he wrote in defense of Trump. And, uh, a lot of this, his thinking is that, uh, and one of the good things that's come out of Trump's candidacy is that he seems to have dealt a possibly fatal blow to political correctness. And in that respect, I'm with, uh, Milo on that one, because hopefully this is very true because, uh, political correctness, is, is this this fascist, terrible thing that has uh, destroyed people's lives and even careers. And so, with Trump and his candidacy just breaking all those rules, it was just such a great thing to see. I don't think he'd be a great president. I really don't want him to get the nomination, but it looks like he will. And like I've said before, if it's him and Hillary, I'm going Trump. But uh, Milo's all the way in for that, uh, even though he's a British citizen and I don't think he can vote, <laughs> but, uh, he really believes in the guy. And, uh, so he wrote this article and then another guy I, I, uh, respect a lot is Glenn Beck. Well, Glenn, of course, is hugely anti-Trump and, uh, I certainly understand his reasons, but, uh... He didn't like this article of course and uh especially since Milo seemed to be justifying the Trump's being kind of nasty towards uh, Mrs. Cruz and all that kind of thing you know it's like kids in high school and that sort of stuff and uh, uh Milo seemed to be kind of comparing uh people on the right being acting like the uh the left that can't handle anything offensive or what have you well the problem with the left is they'll declare things offensive that really aren't offensive. I mean, everything's a code word for this or that, anything, even when you you don't mean it. You know, they tend to take offense rather than actually uh, be offended. And that's typically the problem with them. Now, of course, uh, Trump can say whatever he wants, but uh, people also have uh, free speech as well, and they can respond to it uh, positively or negatively. And, of course, Glenn responds to that negatively the problem I had with uh, Glenn's response to Milo is that he was calling him you know Joseph Goebbels (laughs) and Glenn knows better than that Uh, the best thing about Glenn is his love of history which I love too and it's an important thing to point out because people really need to know it because when you know your history they can't con you because those old cons have done been tried and you've seen it and, uh, you got to know your history and, uh, Glenn's very good at stressing that. And he does a lot of different, uh, series on his radio show and his TV shows and all that, uh, pointing that out. And it's, uh, quite a great service. So I hate to see, uh, my champions fight, <laughs> but, uh, he didn't like, uh, I mean, and look, he, I understand him having problems with Milo's article and he, everything else, you know, is like he can go ahead and say it's poison for the culture and what have you, but to bring up the name Goebbels, you really got to have the goods before you do that and label somebody with that because it comes across as lazy and stupid and you're gonna it's gonna cover up your whole point so it's not a good move that way and also it's just not true so uh I uh, hopefully they'll kiss and make up one day <laughs> all right that's it for the nelson show for this uh saturday so uh I'll see you next time. And again, thanks to Sahari Kandela for being my guest. All right. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.